0: It's Fundamental podcast is brought to you by MTU and WIT in conjunction with the Funds Academy. Hi everybody, welcome to the first podcast of It's Fundamental. Um, You are listening to Ashing O'Mahony. I am currently working with MTU in Cork and we are really excited to bring you this podcast as one of our Funds Academy initiatives. Uh, I'm also here with my colleague John Casey who is currently based in Waterford Um, and we're here today just to tell you a little bit about ourselves, our background and what we're hoping to achieve with the Funds Academy this year. Uh, So you're very welcome, thank you so much for listening in and I think the best thing we could do now is to go to John just to get a little bit of background from him in terms of what the Funds Academy is, uh, what our key focus is for the year and how it all started. So hi, John, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, Ashing. uh Thanks for that. Um, okay, so I, I guess just maybe a little bit of background on the project. Um, I guess we first started working this quite a while ago now at this stage. Um, and uh, the idea behind this project was to set up a thing called a, a Funds Academy, which uh, for people working in the industry okay uh, a lot of people I think who work in the funds industry uh, I think come into the industry from kind of different uh, they it's not a, it's not a kind of a, it's not like somebody who's become a, a doctor for example they've all kind of come through med school yes. uh, I think people come into the funds industry from a variety of different backgrounds um, and uh, one thing I suppose I have noticed is that uh, people in the industry over over the years have become much more specialist and mm-hmm. um, so I guess in the past somebody might have come in and they might have worked in the industry in a you know a, looking at a complete fund whereas nowadays you might be in a very much smaller part of a fund looking at say the derivatives part of a portfolio or doing various other aspects of uh, of fund administration work, but at a very kind of niche area. Um, and I I guess uh, for some, that can be a barrier to their uh, future career, I suppose, um, a trajectory in, in that they know a lot about one particular small area, uh, but maybe they don't have that kind of breadth of knowledge uh, about the industry and about, say, management more generally. Um, so I, I guess that was the genesis of the idea behind the, the Funds Academy. We were looking to set up a, a programme that would uh, maybe redress that particular imbalance, something that would expand people's uh, knowledge of the industry and at the same time also kind of develop people's managerial c- capabilities as well too, so that you know if they were to kind of move up through an organisation, that they would have the skill set that would enable them to advance and to progress their career, uh, which they might have had Hitherto, uh, to know, um, because I guess a lot of your training on the job mm. would be very much directed towards that particular job that you're doing rather than maybe something that might be a bit more expansive.
0: Sure, that, that, that's actually very helpful background in terms of why we thought it was important to expand the educational offering. And I think we'll delve a little bit more into um, the programme in a minute. Um, so for, for listeners who are just joining for the first time, um, are one of the key elements of the Funds Academy will be this Masters in Investment Fund Administration that John and I are currently working on. So we'll speak about that shortly. But before we delve into that, John, do you want to give a little bit of background on how the funds industry sprang up in Ireland? I think a lot of people hear the term fund in um, New newspapers are on the news, but there's very little background in how it grew organically. So you, you've worked in funds accounting for a number of years and you've taught funds accounting for a number of years. And what's been your experience in terms of how it's developed?
1: Yeah, I suppose um, I don't want to give my age away, actually. But, um, <laughs> Sorry, John, <it> was... <laughs> didn't mean to do that now. <laughs> yeah. it, was, uh, it, it was a good many years ago, <laughs> back in the, uh, in I, I guess, the early 90s uh when i suppose literally i fell into the funds industry wasn't out of any particular uh career plan or anything like that uh, and I, I guess probably like anybody who's or many people should I say that have gone into funds I hadn't I didn't have much of a notion what a fund was about or anything like that and um, and when I got into the funds industry originally I I was out in Luxembourg and um, that's where I kind of had my formation if you want to call it that and uh, the funds industry in Ireland was uh, fairly small Um but it was there, nonetheless, uh, and there was a couple of uh, providers. There was even in the regions, there was a number of uh, administration providers. I mean, we had a mm-hmm. uh, PFPC down here in uh, uh, in, in Wexford and War- uh, and the southeast, And there was also the precursor to State Street, which would be in Deutsche Bank at the time. Sure. Uh, we're in the we in the southeast as well, too. So um, it's kind of an industry, I suppose, that's been very much under the radar from an administrative perspective, at least anyway, um, and 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 then, I guess, in recent years, it has, I suppose, kind of expanded very, very steadily. It's been not every year, but clearly many, many years of kind of continual growth in in employment numbers, Um, I suppose. Where did the industry originally come out of? Well, I suppose it would have been its genesis would have been in the IFSC, Mm -hmm. um, kind of dating back to the kind of 80s, early 90s, I suppose, when it kicked off. But it's really been I, I suppose it's been re, it's been a real resilient industry down through the years, Um, you know this country has gone through a number of recessions. We've had a financial crash and a crisis, but the funds industry has uh, you know it, it's been a always a steady employer. It doesn't tend to get uh, impacted by uh, recessions to the same extent maybe as you know other areas of the economy like you know the construction or, or uh, retail part of, of, of our economy. So I, I guess that's a, a real positive aspect of the industry uh, and it's, a, it's an industry I think that has stood as well down through the years uh, by providing great employment opportunities to people uh, on an ongoing basis.
0: That, that's great background, John, because I, I do appreciate that there's a lot of talk about funds these days, but no one really talks about how it all started. And I think what happened was that it, it happened so organically and grew so large um, over the years that... Education institutions probably weren't able to keep up with their offering, um, and that's where we're hoping to come in. I think, particularly in the regions, um, there's an awful lot of focus in Dublin um, on the funds industry, but but less in other areas of Ireland. So we, and even though the southeast is an absolute hub for financial services, um, it, it's great that there are more and more educational offerings coming um, in this area. So, what do you think that us as education institutions can do to to improve the offering? And I suppose we're starting a little bit now with this mass but you might just give a bit of an insight into that
1: yeah I, I suppose I, I chat a little bit uh, uh, about the the master's program Ashton, but I suppose kind of kind of take a little bit more broadly um, what can we do well I suppose first of all what shouldn't we do it might be a good way to tackle it um we shouldn't probably rehash a lot of the real excellent in-house training programs that uh, many companies in the fund administration sector do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's very little value to be added by by doing something like that. Um, so I, I think when, uh, when, when, when I was talking just earlier there, I, I mentioned that we wanted something that might kind of broaden out people's knowledge of the industry and develop their managerial capacity. Well, that's really what an education institution can do, because I suppose we would have that kind of space and the expertise in house uh, at a variety of different levels to be able to um, provide that kind of um, uh, knowledge base to people who might not have all previously got that knowledge base through their either through their undergraduate work or when they uh, got their on the job training in their in their organisations. So I guess with that in mind, uh, as an education institution, we have put in place a master's uh, in investment fund administration directly aimed at people in the industry who might be early to mid-career stage individuals and who are ambitious and who want to progress through their organizations. Um, And we have developed a suite of modules that really are aimed at um, developing those capabilities that I have uh, mentioned already in a very kind of flexible format. And the, the... The modules will be developed. Sorry, will be delivered in the evening time. They will be flexibly delivered. There'll be a blend of online and and face-to-face lectures. So, I mean, I think we're very cognizant that look, this is uh, a program for people who are working Mm -hmm. at the same time, and we understand that. Look, at you know, there are pressures in the in the funds industry. It never stops. There are deadlines. You know, we know all that. Uh, So, we hope that we have devised a program. That will be uh, sympathetic to to those particular constraints that people find themselves working uh, under on on a day to day basis. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, we we do also, I, I suppose, have some other ideas as well too. But I think that's the mainstay of what a, a kind of a big education institution like MTU or WIT can can provide is that kind of baseline uh, accredited um, deep learning in a in a in an area of I suppose, special interest for people. Um, And, you know, I think it's going to be of value to, uh, I suppose, people working throughout the industry. But in in the first instance, we're going to target ourselves towards uh, people, I think, in the South and Southeast.
0: That well, that's great, John. And I think um, everyone who's listening from the South and Southeast will be glad to hear that we're working on improving that educational offering, um, yeah. building on the already excellent programs that exist, um, to to create a more specialized um, masters in conjunction with industry. Um, and I think as well, it's important um, to just note that in addition to the masters, we are hoping to expand the offering through seminars um, on our website, and we'll have a lot of specialist speakers, both from academia and across the industry, um, as well as this podcast. So I think this is <laughs> this is just a, an introductory session. Fear not, any listeners. It will not be, be just myself and John Roberting on um, mm-hmm. for a number of podcasts this season. We anticipate having a number of really interesting speakers from across the industry um, who will hopefully speak to you directly on a number of topics that are of interest. Um, and I think we've already um, spoken to a number of people and have quite an exciting lineup. Um, and and there are just hot topics that I think uh, it, it's worth delving into, John, um, on a more I- informal basis because. Um, obviously, these are things that people hear about in the news or might read about on central bank bulletins, but might not get the opportunity necessarily to hear from industry experts directly. So um, we're really excited about about bringing that to people this season. I think. Yeah,
1: um, sure, Ash, and, and I, I suppose sorry to cut across you, but yeah, it's it, it, we're hoping to I suppose to provide something for people that uh, will be a little bit different. Uh, we'll maybe provide a different perspective on some of the issues that might be impacting on the on the funds industry, and hopefully we'll get a listen to what some of the kind of the key leaders in the industry have to say about these issues as well too in a kind of a more informal format than what you might hear if you're uh, maybe attending a conference or a seminar uh, and it'll be a little bit more relaxed that you can just uh, hopefully listen to as you're on your commute home or whatever it might be if indeed you are commuting or, or are you I don't know how many commutes be...
0: <laughs> John are going on these days <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm sure it's starting back again but I think if you'd had a, a podcast mid-summer we'd have been asking people to listen on the away from their office to the kitchen and back again and <laughs> exactly. um, particularly across the funds industry that was my experience anyway but absolutely we're, we're maybe matching up well now as people head back into the office and um, particularly as that October deadline comes up so um, that, 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 that might um, work out well for us indeed.
1: <laughs> yeah and actually I, I suppose I've kind of given a little bit of a flavour uh, where I've come from, it was many, many years ago when I kind of fell into the funds industry. My background was was uh, in, on, on the accounting side. Um, I, I suppose maybe from from your own perspective, uh, how did you kind of fall into this particular? Uh, uh, niche industry?
0: Sure John um, so I suppose uh, I don't want to give my age away either uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know um, I think uh, I, I've come to the industry a lot more recently than you but similarly I think um, I fell into the funds industry as well um, I qualified as a solicitor so slightly different route to the funds accounting route that you took John um, and worked um on regulatory and governance of funds um, which is such an inter- interesting and dynamic area um, and I think what struck me was that it's such an ever-evolving area that it's so important that those in the industry are supported by excellent educational offerings so I'm absolutely delighted now to be back in um, my my rebel county, John uh, and for anyone <laughs> listening don't be fooled by John's uh, current Waterford location he's an absolute Cork man through and through uh, although his loyalties now lie with WIT um, but I am back in Cork, and, and I'm I'm really proud to be helping with the, this this program and the the enhancement of the educational offering in the southeast. I think it's really really important that we firmly support the the strong financial services offering that we have in the south and the southeast, and continue to expand it as best we can. Um, so yeah, that that's where I came from, John.
1: Yeah, and, oh yeah that, that's great. It's not it's not often that lawyers and accountants can see eye to eye on things.
0: It's not. It's not. On, but we put our we put our differences aside, and um, hopefully, as well, we can maybe counteract some of the um, the terrible stereotypes of how boring lawyers and accountants are. Um, but uh, but but we'll see how we go throughout the season. Anyway, um, but if we can inject a bit of spirit, it might go a long way to counteracting oh, yeah. that reputation. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. you mentioned
1: quite a bit, I suppose, about the kind of the southwest southeast. Um, you know, I mean, the funds industry, as you know, is quite unique in terms of its regional footprint. Sure. And, you know, where do you see it going in terms of its kind of regional advancement, particularly, I suppose, taking a very parochial uh, kind of spin on it now, I guess, taking the Looking at it from the southeast to southwest kind of perspective, Ashen?
0: I think what's important to, to acknowledge is that it's already incredibly strong. You know, we've had the privilege of working with really good industry partners throughout the development of our masters already, John, including BNY Mellon, State Street, um, some of the Cork based. Um, Offices, Alter Domus, um, I know that Karen have been involved. So we just have some of the, the key players in the funds industry are actually already based in the south, southeast. So it's important that that be recognised from the get-go. And I think it's important that um, as they're thriving from an industrial perspective that we support them from an educational perspective. So I think they're only going to grow stronger and stronger. Um, a lot of these great institutions and many more besides. Um, and it's important that we keep up with the educational offering, I think, both for their more junior staff that are coming in as new entrants and also their existing junior to mid-level staff that might want to enhance their own knowledge of the funds industry and I think that's 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 where it's going to go um, and I think it's important that we kind of let our listeners know that the Masters is going to be very broad in that not only will we be focusing on key areas of funds including fund governance, regulation and um, so you'll get your your um, good dose of the likes of AFMD and new AML regulations etc etc but we're also going to be focusing on things like management, strategic strategic leadership, um, all of the qualities that are important for those who want to progress within these organisations and in- continue to, to um, support uh, the, these thriving organisations that already exist. So um, I think it's a really exciting time, actually, to be in the funds industry in the South and southeast and southwest. Um, And so it's great to be a part of it from that perspective.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think I'd echo a lot of what you'd say there. I mean, I certainly do see that uh, from my kind of... Uh, I won't say my tour is out and about because uh, in the past while they've all been fairly virtual, but um, <laughs> from any of my discussions that I've had with people in the industry, everybody seems to be very confident. Uh, there's a lot of recruitment going on, and so there's huge opportunities there, I think, at all levels uh, from people, even, you know, from... Graduates out of our both of our of both of our institutions, sure. uh, all the way up uh, through the to the to the higher levels in, in these in these uh, regional organisations, and it's it's great to see. I I, I mean, I've been kind of uh, knocking around in in the in the funds industry, teaching fund accounting, and chatting to people over the past while, and I, I must say I haven't gotten that kind of vibe that things are looking so positive in in, in quite some time. Um, so uh, it's uh, certainly a good time to be in in the funds industry, and also. It's exciting to be part of providing this particular um, initiative to support the funds industry and to embed the industry a little bit more in our own academic institutions, uh, and also uh, as part of a kind of a, an activity to help the, develop the, the industry more broadly. Um, so yeah, I guess maybe to, to finish finish ourselves up, Ash, in, uh, in terms of what we have planned for the future. Um, uh, any any ideas beyond say that we've talked I suppose at length about the um, MBS and investment fund administration? Uh, any other plans that you'd like to kind of let our let let our listeners be be uh, conscious of?
0: Sure. Um. So I suppose in addition to this podcast, which we hope you continue to tune into, um, as we'll be having uh, some very interesting guests over the coming months, um, we do anticipate having a number of seminar events, um the first of which will be coming in a few weeks' time, and will be um, centred around cybersecurity which is a hot topic as everybody knows at the moment um, we also have our Funds Academy page um, and we will be um curating a specialised funds 101 series um, of videos which is essentially um, a whistle stop tour of Irish funds Um, and we think this would be excellent for any new entrants or for example anyone who's taking a work placement in a funds um, service provider and wants a little bit of an insight into what exactly the funds industry is all about Um, and as you mentioned um, John our masters I think is going to be really exciting when that launches I'd I'd recommend that everybody keep an eye on our website fundsacademy.ie It will be heavily subsidised by the HEA as they are so keen to fill the skills gap that exists in terms of Irish funds in Ireland. So it's an excellent opportunity for those who are in the funds industry and would like to enhance their education um, in this area. So uh, what I would say is for anyone who's interested um, do feel free to get in touch. Um, Both myself and John have our contact details on our website fundsacademy.ie and continue to listen into future podcasts as we'll be continuing to keep you updated on all of our initiatives as we go forward. So I think that does wrap it up John unless you have anything else to add no that's all for me (laughs) (laughs) that's that's, that's good to hear because I think our listeners have hit the 20 minute mark with us I promise again uh, listeners that it won't be just myself and John future podcasts we'll be bringing you people from across the industry um, and we look forward to it Um, but thank you again for listening in today and um, do tune in for future episodes thank you Thank you for listening. As always, this podcast is available on all good podcast platforms and indeed through our website, fundsacademy.ie.